G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of Aussie Tech Ed. It's episode 526 and we're recording on the 16th of March 2017, St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Well, today if you are listening to us on Friday, so happy St. Pat's Day. Or I hope you had a good one. We're brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au for all web hosting, shared web hosting needs for your blog or for a business site. You might have a tired old site or one that your providers, you know, is not... uh, doesn't answer you, you know, when you've got those niggling little questions because the page doesn't load or or something like that, uh, you know, that that's the, the server's just not playing right for you, well, you know, you can give us a shot, uh, athwebhosting.com.au. Also, the uh, don't forget our aussietechradio.com tune-in app, you know, it's on available on all platforms, Apples and uh, Windows, everything, you know, iPads, iPhones, whatever, and uh, go to there the and tune up or search up Aussie Tech Radio and you will see or you'll find a 24-7 back-to-back podcast uh, radio-style station and new shows every Friday, so look out for those. And don't forget to follow us on the Facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads and YouTube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. And there's a couple of other things. Um, the Twitter at Aussie Tech Heads, a bit quiet on the Twitter. I'm not a big Twitter user. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm just not uh, too too big. And uh, the Castaway Awards are coming up soon. I'm not too sure. At the end of this month, I think they are. I'm not too sure if they're, they're still open, but in case they are, castawayawards.com.au forward slash vote. Find us. I think we're about number four on the list. And give us the big thumbs up or whatever you have to do. That'd be great. Other shows to listen out for on the uh Network, so-called network, is the Aussie Max Zone uh, with Michael and Garth, the Obsidian Loft, Old Fart Geeks, which uh, hopefully Will and Jace will be doing a a updated version fairly soon. Uh, we'll I'll tell you what Jace has been up to uh, in a second uh, when we introduce the the other host tonight. But uh, he's been up to something quite interesting and exciting. And also the Aussie Tech Security um, episodes out fortnightly for that one. So there you go. I'm sure you know all that that by now because I tell it to you every week, don't I? So uh, you know it off by heart. Or do you guys fast forward me? <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, look, we've got a, uh, a, a our, another host on tonight we haven't seen for a little while. I don't think we've seen for a little while. But uh, it's Milo. Hey, Milo. G'day, mate. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. What have you been up to? Oh, mate, been flat chat with my work, um, which I'll explain shortly. But uh, I think it was just then, just before Christmas when I was last on. Yes, it, I just yeah. got the NBA. Okay, yeah, it's been about a year, has it? Geez, that's gone fast, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, not, well, so what was it, November, October? So it's about nearly five months. Yeah, like okay, that. all right. And so for those that don't uh, or haven't heard you on the show before, tell us, tell us what are you up to, Milo? You work at uh, radio and you've got, you have got you stream on Twitch and all this sort of stuff? Yeah, I'm a music guy i'm a blogger well i'm trying to be um <laughs> there's hard work when you know and uh yeah you gotta learn it you gotta, you gotta yeah. learn it there's only one way to do these things and uh just just yeah. trial and error yeah i got a band called the droosters uh droosters.com with a z uh just think of roosters and dragons and you'll get it um and i i do a lot of voluntary work at my local community fm radio station triple u fm and uh, i was supposed to be there tonight but nature called with its um weird and wonderful ways and well yeah well that's what happens with uh with the rain look i'm just going to bring up their website so people can yep. have a look if they're on the video yeah do you, do you get a photo on their website uh what well, there is if you go to um down. meet our presenters yeah, the presenters in there. There we go. Yeah, Where down, are you? I'm, I'm down the bottom. There we go. And you're the, <laughs> the mixed bag with Milo, Friday night, 7 to 9. 
Yep. What do you? Uh, what, what's the mixed bag? What do you play in that? Uh, it's all requests. I don't plan anything unless it's a theme-based night, you know. Uh, but 98% of the time, I just go there, people ring up after 7 o'clock, and, mm. you know, I hardly ever have to organise anything. It's just all requests. Now, is it uh, just anything from any any year? Oh, well, yeah, it's between the 60s, 70s, 80s, right. and modern music today. So, okay. Like now- Billy Idol, Elton John, uh, Meatloaf and stuff like that, you know. Oh, just- yeah. So, so you play a Roy Orbison song or something? Oh, yeah, and anything like that, you know. It's one of the music, you know. Petrula Clark? Pardon? <laughs> Petrula Clark. Not her. I've heard of her, but yeah, yeah no. not her. <laughs> now, um, I'd rather play. I'd rather play Pink than her. <laughs> now, uh, what was I going to ask you? Um, oh, so with the radio station, how does how are they working that these days? Uh, obviously, there's no. They're not uh, records, and they're not CDs. I wouldn't imagine they. Uh, MP3s? We still have CD players, yeah. Right, right. But they're just sort of like back up in case a computer dies, and you can just hit the button and you know keep music going. But uh, most days now, you just take it. Yeah, flash drive in or whatever, take your laptop in, right. plug it straight into the desk and away you go. Yeah, okay. Um, and a lot of people just, yeah, just, I, well, nowadays a lot of people are using their iPads and stuff too. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, uh, interesting. And, and and so the the station's got some sort of software that detects, so obviously detects the USB, brings up a list of songs you just yeah, push play. Yeah, they're just ordinary computers like you'd use at home. Yep. And they're both set up the same, so they're both networked and everything. Oh yeah, sweet. And um, yeah, what, what? So you've got the you've got uh, the Twitch going. What, what's what's that all about? You flight simulate or truck simulate? Uh, I do a bit of everything. It's uh, just look for Captain Milo Guy on Twitch TV, and uh, it's all on MiloGuy.com by Aussie Tech is hosting. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> hey. And um, <laughs> thought I'd throw that one in there. Good stuff. But, uh, it's mostly simulation and, and adventure games like flight simulator, truck simulators, uh, adventure games like Tomb Raider series and Uncharted eventually, you know. So is all it, the good stuff. I know, like with the with the the uh, flying simulators, it's uh, sort of like real time. Is it the same like with trucks? So Yeah, 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 so, it's so all real time. Yeah, so if you wanted to, say, take a drive from Sydney to Brisbane, it would it would take you 12 – you have to sit there for 12 hours. Is that Depends right? Depends on the scale of the game. Like I do a lot of American truck simulator and Euro truck simulators. There's no Aussie ones just yet, but there's talks about it. Right. And uh, they are a little bit scaled down because, you know, like you said, it would take you forever to drive from across Europe or America, you know. Mm. Um. American Truck Sim has just been released so over the last few months, so it's slowly building up like the Euro Truck one is, and that's the most popular one. Yeah. So, so with, when you drive your truck, so obviously with the graphics these days, look, well, I remember Flight Simulator uh, just had a line in the middle of the screen, you know. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of my knowledge of simulators. But, um, but now, so you jump in your truck. And uh, say say uh, say I don't know in say from LA to San Francisco, uh, is the scenery say real? Exactly. Yeah, 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 right. Um, and particularly so, even more with flight simulation, um, there is a whole community of developers out there who build scenery for certain countries. Certain they do landscapes for various different cities. Yeah, and actually, eighteen or oh, about nearly. Just over 12 and a half months ago, um, as a Christmas present, uh, we um, 
I was taken up to a flight simulation set up in Sydney. Yet, and there's the American truck simulator. So you just watch that video and you can see roughly uh, what it's like. You know, you've got a little garage that you've built up from start to, you know, an empire if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah, right. Um, but with this, I, I actually went into a 737-800 simulator and it was just like sitting in a 737-800, you know, and yeah. you fly from Sydney to Melbourne or something. And they actually use those to um, train real pilots. And right. actually, funny fact is that I was nervous as heck because it's just like different to going here and then going into the full, you know, full hog. Mm. But we, they, and I'd never flown, they, they took me into uh, Dubai Airport, International Airport. Yeah. And um, I took off there and did a full circuit and landed. Wow. And the guy was quite impressed. He said, you know, for someone that's never actually done anything like that, mm. uh, I ha- I handled the plane like a pro, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? Like, gee, oh, we're just looking at a video now. Um, yeah, this is American Truck Simulator. Yeah, it is um, fairly realistic. I know the uh, I don't know where that would be, be in America somewhere, and it's probably fairly yeah. realistic. Um, I can't see the video. Oh, quite okay. Clearly, but yeah, yeah, Fresno or something like that, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, for a game, it's pretty realistic. The, the traffic AI is a little bit nuts, as you can tell. But um, yeah, yeah, it's good fun, you know. And there's multiplayer versions so that you can play online with other people. And yeah, right. How good stuff is that? Like that. Yeah, so. and so uh, Twitch. For those that don't know, Twitch is a, a platform that where ga- you record your games and you publish them, like YouTube, but or YouTube yeah. for games. Well, you can do both. You can do either Twitch or you can do YouTube. So they both sort of like have similar sort of services, you know. Yeah, yeah and the good thing I, I like with Twitch over YouTube is that you build up a community of people that watch you as you're playing. Yeah, and talk to you while you're playing in the chat room. So it's like like when you used to have the live. Um, ATH, yes. Um, like every Thursday, and we could chat to you as you were doing the show. Now, can they do they build into it uh, things that to, to keep your, your interest? If just driving on the on the roads not interesting enough, but uh, like say, um, you know, like say the cannon ball run version or something. You know, you got the <laughs> cops after you. You got to do this and do that well, on detours and and well, you do, get, you do get speeding offences and crash. Like if you crash into somebody, you get you get crash fines and stuff like that. Right. The thing with the truck simulator is compared with the flight simulator. Flying a plane is easy. Taking off is easy. Landing the darn thing, that's a different story. Right, right. And same with truck driving. Anyone can drive a truck. Um, and, and as you remember, I, my dad used to have a motorhome. That was 24 foot. Yes, yeah. Um, and I used to drive that everywhere for him. And um, I was so happy one day I actually reverse parked it in the Woolies <laughs> car park in, wow. um, in Adelaide once at the, um, you know, those uh, disabled spots. Yeah, one of those stickers, and he said, oh, "I'll park it here." But I said, "Dad, we're not in a car now. <laughs> That's right. We're in a big truck. <laughs> big truck, basically. Anyway, I, I reverse parked that beautifully. So good stuff. That, that's the same thing. It's like when you're driving the truck. Uh, driving it's fine. It's it's a reverse parking, getting around in and out of tight spots. That's that's a tricky fun. Yes, fun part of it. Yes. Now, now yeah. I know you you're going to mention a, a story this week, a, something to do with Twitch. Yeah, we've well, got that actually here. Yeah, so uh, it's not a, it's not a nice story from what I hear, but 
I suppose uh, this, uh, you know, sitting down. I don't know what was what happened here, but sitting down for uh, ten hours at a time could have its uh, consequences. Yeah, Twitch. I don't know where this started because uh, back before Twitch was even Twitch, you know, it was called Justin TV, and they were more like a lot. It was sort of like started from one guy streaming his life as he was around his house, you know, when all that started back in what, late 90s or whatever. Yeah. And uh, as cameras and technology got better, um, people had cameras in the house, kind of like doing their own Big Brother type things. And then eventually people started to use it for the gaming networks and stuff. And I don't know who came up with it, but it's a silly idea. And they have these 24-hour marathon live streams. <laughs> and... The longest I've done is 17 hours. It nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> 17 hours? How can you go for 17 hours? Uh, so, it's, it's hard. <laughs> what, what happens if you've got to go to the toilet? Do you just pull a truck stop? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You pull off a truck stop or whatever, put the away screen on and yeah, right. the graphics laid up like you would with ATH, you know. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, yeah, a lot has to do with your health as well too mm. and what you do in between that time. Um, if I go in a story, um, early on February 19, Brian C, I don't know how you pronounce it, it's V-I-G-N-E-A-U-L-T. Oh, my God, big Norote. Something like that. I uh, was nearing the end of a 24-hour marathon hey, of, of live streaming himself playing Tank Warfare, which I've played online a little bit since getting the NBN. Uh, <laughs> uh, when he left his computer to go and buy a packet of cigarettes and uh, unfortunately he never returned. Mm. Uh, during the break, uh, I'll just say Brian uh, died in his Virginia Beach uh, home. The medical examiner's office in Norfolk, Virginia said his cause of death had not yet been determined that there was no foul play, um, according to the police there. Um, but they wonder, but his friends uh, wonder if the lengthy streaming of Twitch, uh, now owned by Amazon, yeah, um, that lets people broadcast themselves playing games may not have helped. Uh, at the time of his death, he, he was 35, he had streamed for 22 hours straight to raise money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, uh, two, two of his friends have said that he often broadcast, broadcast his streams for long periods. Mm. Um, and he was looking really tired on the stream, uh, oh, one of his would. friends said, and they were telling him, just go to bed, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, that, that, that yeah, it's, it's something that we have to – Think about my, like when I stream, I probably do four between four and six hours, so it's not really that long, you know. In in a sort, yeah, that's still that's a, still a fair while, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, but then again, when you go to work, you're still doing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And like but, if you're at work and you're sitting down for ten hours, seventeen hours. Hmm. Uh, if you're a taxi driver working seventeen hours, you still or a bus driver or something, train driver or something like that, it's still... I suppose, yeah, you just got to make sure you rehydrate yourself and... Uh, well, that's it. Yeah. I, always, I always have my... I, I always have water with me or something to drink. Yeah. Uh, and but, then I just say... But every... Say, like, on the end of every hour, I get up, have a five-minute break, say, 
I say that to my people that are watching. Mm. So if you've been sitting around for a while, do the same while I have a break. And yeah, get up and move around. Yeah, good. Get up and move around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what they can do to uh, to change this. Um, it's not like there's a law to say you can only do ten hours or. No, no, that's right. But, you know, like, I don't know, we seem to be living in an ever-increasing police state. It wouldn't surprise nice. me if, you know, they, they put little five-hour limits on the game itself and, like, well, <laughs> pauses for ten know, minutes or five something. limits on the uptime or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, you, know what it's no like. you, can, you can play Flight Simulator even without streaming. Mm. And you, you could start, say, like now at nine, ten o'clock at night and not realise that it's four o'clock in the morning by the time you finished, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> what games do to you. I've been there, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't have, I uh, probably don't have one game on my PCs now um, uh, just because, yeah, you, you start playing them, well, you, yeah, you're there till four in the morning. And, yeah, uh, so. And Xbox uh, too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> too many buttons. I mean, for me, it's not so much. It's more of a hobby. It's not more. I mean, mm. there are people that get, you know, do it and they get paid for it like a subscription. You know, you click on a button and That's a go. Twitch gets a bit of money and they get a bit of money out of it as well. But the hours that they, they put in, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a six-day-a-week job for them. Yeah, I know. Cause my my um, kids, they'll watch, uh, they, oh, they'll watch a guy on YouTube, Dan TDM or something. And there's another guy that used to do Minecraft videos, and these guys are just coming out with video, new video every day, just a pretty much well, gameplay. You know, yeah. it's just crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, um, yeah look, that's no good about that guy. Uh, so I but guess apparently there's been a few others that have in uh, overseas, like in uh, Tokyo and China and places like that. Yeah, um, well, I suppose you know, just hey, everyone, if you're doing good stints, yeah, heed the yeah. warning and stretch your legs. Yeah, definitely, especially like with winter coming on. Um, it's hard to get motivated to go out and stuff. Summertime, mm. I love getting out, you know, so I probably do it less. Yeah. Um, All right, now moving over to the US, I don't know if you remember, but Yahoo has, you know, they had a couple of data breaches. Yahoo's still around. Yeah, still they are still around, actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> see Yahoo ads, that's it. Yeah, no, no, they're still around. But uh, look, they had their data breaches back in 2014, which affected nearly about... Oh, I think it was about 500 million users, uh, which exposed account information, which included names, email addresses, telephone numbers, birthdays, you know, all the stuff, hashed passwords, and in some cases encrypted or unencrypted security questions and answers. So they were, you know, in all sorts. Now, the hackers then used that information to gain unauthorized access to Google and other webmail providers, and then bang, once you're into there, you pretty much mm, bank account, forgot password, into the webmail, bang, got your new password, where, where you go. Yeah, the charges include uh, that the, the U.S. has charged four Russian connections uh, to this. Now, the charges include computer fraud and abuse, economic espionage, engaging in theft of trade secrets, wire fraud, unauthorized computer access for commercial or private financial gain, and identity theft. So they're in a bit of trouble. These dudes in a lot of in a lot of trouble. Yeah, in a lot of, lot of trouble. Now, the 2014 data breach was originally considered one of the largest data breaches in history. And it was only disclosed in September, so it took, it took like two, what, two years, so not bad, <laughs> And uh, until there was a second large data breach. Now, this second breach, which, which discovered after further forensic evidence in December, uh, now this breach uh, affected one billion users. 
in uh, August 2013. So with an unauthorised third-party stealing data that included names, email addresses, telephone numbers, dates of birth, hash passwords as well. So in some cases, blah, blah, blah. So exactly the same stuff. So like, I don't know. When they when the US says that they've charged four Russian-connected Yahoo hackers, you know, and then the, the story goes on and says, yeah, we're cracking down and these, you know, these guys are going to go to the jail and blah, blah, blah. So these Russian guys must be doing it from inside the US. Like when you hear all this stuff on the on the TV, you know, and it's going, oh, Russian hackers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You just, you just I, I don't know, I just imagine them sitting in, in, in the skull cave over in Russia somewhere. But, well, like like yeah. in the movies when they have a warehouse or something. That's right, but, but they must be doing it from inside the US. Who knows? I don't know. But, I mean, how can they arrest if, – if they're doing it from Russia, they can't arrest them unless they got some well, sort that's of – Well, that's right. That's right. So I don't know how that how that works. You'd have to I – might, I might go further into that story later on so I can uh, – Yeah, it's just – like room. you say, it's like with all those WikiLeaks and all that stuff, you know, it comes from outside the country usually. Yeah, well, well, that's hacks do. Yeah, well, you don't know all that WikiLeaks stuff about the CIA. Well, obviously, that's how, how leaked from the CIA, which was within the US. But yeah. then, how, well, if it was hacked, it could have well, been. What hacked about that? Hacked, um, so, I suppose. Kafakul last last year when it was hacked, apparently. Who was this? The census last year in Australia. Oh, that thing. Yeah, when? Russian. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm not sure. Do you think it was hacked? I think it was probably just smashed. Oh, than hacked. the way our Australian <laughs> government with this, with the internet and everything, you know, um, despite the NBN yeah. in some places, you know, it's just we're falling way behind in the rest of the world, you know. Everybody's well, going wireless and stuff, and we're still putting down cables that's going to be useless in 10 years. Yeah, well, it depends out. Well, how fast, you know, but I, I don't know. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I know everyone says, like, your 4G goes really fast and faster than probably NBN in some cases. Still some, Still, they but, get another five hundred people on the same network. Yeah, well, that well, that's right. Then once you you know you got to build more towers, blah blah blah. Maybe like cable is viable. Um, you know, it doesn't. It's not affected by say winds or rains or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I look because I, that cable. Like I remember doing a story on that. You know, when it when it was sort of getting rolled out, and there's so many they can just increase the capacity. And just keep increasing it, increasing it, increasing it because they're they're saying that each cable had something like seven strands of this optic fiber through it, and each strand could carry so many, um, say, gigabytes per second. Yeah. And then all they had to do is change the color slightly that they send through, or whatever, or, or yeah. add color, and it would change another so many gig, thousand gigabytes per second or whatever. It was just there's so much they could do. I mean, look at uh, Google. Uh, fiber in America, that's just nuts, like 300 down and 200 up or whatever. Mm. Why yeah, can't we get that space, you know? Yeah, well, I wish. But, uh, yeah, so your NBN's going all right now. Oh, I love it, mate. It's, uh, my TV is lonely these days. Yeah. <laughs> so you have issues with NBN. I know Will uh, has a lot of issues with NBN, but do you have issues where you are? Or just uh, always on? A, yeah, it's always on. I've had a couple of issues. I don't know whether that was my end or their end. So... The trouble I, I think I find is I'm usually around about 95 down uh, throughout the week, but it's like sometimes, like even tonight, it drops down to about 70 or 80. Oh, what a shame, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's living in the dark ages. I don't know. I don't know why I'm even. I lived on dial up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm even bothering talking to you like on 70. Oh, God. <laughs> now, um, Listen to me, eh? Six months ago, I wouldn't like. 
I was like, you know, you were on dial up. So yeah, I know. But anyway, it's like, it's like going from a Cessna airplane. 172, learning how to fly that, and they say, right, okay, we're going to put you into a 737. Mm. That's just, you know, like going from the old favourite VHS where you can't see anything because it's all grainy. That's right. Going to Ultra HD Blu-ray or something. I know. It's perfect. Your picture is so good. Now, listen, Milo, you better tell us where we can find you on uh, Twitch. I forgot to ask you when we were doing this. Oh, on Twitch TV, just go to miloguy.com. Mm. It'll be up there soon. And what about uh, what about other emails? People like the sound of you? How do they uh, send you an email? Just go to milogo.com. Be all there. Too easy. All right. Yeah. Now, oh, and sponsored by Aussie Techers uh, web hosting and yeah. the best support in the country. Oh, it's the most stable thing he's ever been on, I tell you. <laughs> now, <laughs> what else? What other stories have you uh, seen oh, this okay. week? Yeah, you remember uh, MacGyver, right? And they did that horrible remake last year. Like did. I didn't say the remake. I struggled through the the, the originals, but yes, I love MacGyver. Yeah, oh, I don't know. We, we I can't remember back then. Were you either like MacGyver or A Team? Is that how it worked? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Although I like both. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watched the A Team. I have seen MacGyver, but MacGyver was a bit, from what I remember, too. Well, I was going to say far fetched, but look at the A Team. Well, <laughs> I mean, like you know, he's seen. Mean, Get it's out supposed of to be the elite guys, and the, the BA is walking around with all this bloody gold <laughs> around him that everyone can hear from miles away. <laughs> yeah, I know. BA was pretty good. But, um, yeah, but, but yeah, Murdoch was my favourite, though. MacGyver, who was? Murdoch. He used to oh, fly yeah. the planes. I yeah. think that's probably how I got into flying and stuff. Yeah, he was an nutbag, old Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, MacGyver was a bit like uh, he was, he could make. Mr. Fixit's. Yeah, he could make anything out of anything and yeah, I don't know. like you get stuck in a room and you find a way to open the door somehow with his knife. And yeah. So speaking of pocket knives, good segue. <laughs> Professional. Uh, no, like the Swiss Army knife, right? Mm. Well, now the Swiss Army, Army knife is getting ultra modern. Ooh. That includes a 16 gig USB stick. Woohoo! Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so USB if you're 3, a, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we hope so. Uh, they say if you carry around a, a, a stick around with you, um, USB stick, that is, the, how do you say this, Victorian Knox at work, Swiss Army knife, ninety nine ninety five. Uh, I presume, I don't know, is that Aussie, um, is smart and handy replacement. And the makers of the Swiss Army knife has included the usual suspects in this version. There we go. Um, a blade, a file that doubles as a flathead screwdriver, scissors, and ballpoint pen. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. And all ember, embedded, is that how you say it? In the embedded. signature. Yeah. Uh, red casing, and as well as a very slim line at 16 gig USB stick. Nice. Yeah, the stick can be unclipped and easily used in a USB, what is that, unencrumbered. I don't know, you put unencumbered by the weight of the, jeez, long words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a muser, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, so I think what it's saying is that you can you can get the knife and the, the USB stick and then just stick it straight into your uh, PC yeah. and it doesn't really get in the way. Jeez, wouldn't MacGyver love that now? He would, he would. <laughs> he, he, look, he, he'd have security busting software on that USB too. You would if think so. Password and then if, detection, and then if, encryption. 
in all the new TV shows like NCIS and all those kind of and the movies that sort of like that sort of spy movies, the internet just works. Yeah. Yes. They can drive around town picking up a signal off a off a laptop in the car. Oh, they love it, don't they? I know. And that, that never drops out. Yeah, the Wi Fi is just so strong over there in those shows. It's it's amazing. In America. It's amazing. <laughs> but um look, leading on from that, uh something else that you put in your pocket is headphones. Uh, now don't put headphones on your face in a plane that are powered by batteries because they might catch on fire. That's, I know, it's hard to believe. But anyway, this is this is what happened. There was a, a, a lady travelling from, uh, where was she going? From, Mel- from Beijing to Melbourne. Wow. Um, yeah, she, she suffered burns to her face and her hands approximately two hours into the flight when the headphones caught fire while she was sleeping. So, and this is this is what she said. She goes, as I turn, as I went to turn around, I felt burning on my face. I just grabbed my face, which caused the headphones to go around my neck. So it's all very ugly, isn't it? It's, that's nasty yeah. stuff. Yikes! I oh, know. I continued to feel burning, so I grabbed them off and threw them on the floor. They were sparking and had a small amount of fire. As I went to stamp my foot on them, the flight attendants were already there with a bucket of water to pour on them. They put them into the bucket at the rear of the plane. The headphones were melted onto the floor of the plane, forcing other passengers to smell uh, the smell of plastic uh, for the rest of the flight. Uh, there's no wow. brand of headphones has been identified, but that's um, that's well, scary. Yeah, so I guess that's why you, they say don't take batteries onto the, to the aircraft. I guess I, headphones are just normally powered off the device or whatever you use, isn't they? And I'm not the expert, well, the <laughs> battery expert. So yeah, well, who knows? Like obviously the battery was leaking or something because you know sometimes you open up something you haven't used for a while. And the acid has leaked Later out. Light or something on the TV. Yeah, yeah, and the acid's leaked out of the battery. Yeah. And you know, I go, oh, geez, I don't want to touch that acid. So you get a screwdriver or something. But yeah, like you just don't know. Like obviously these things just overheat, and they get to a certain stage where they just combust. That's yeah, because just... I often wonder because like I've got an iPhone five and it's went out, and I've had that since it came out. And I've already had the battery replaced at least twice. Right. Uh, Is yeah, that, and so do you get. This- do you um, get Apple to replace that or you do that yourself? I just do the local one, local Apple, uh, what do they call them? Um, just an authorised repairer or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Um, down in town and um, they do it. And I've, I, the main reason why I can tell is, um, I don't know where my phone is at the moment, but um, go and walk about them. Probably left it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Hope that one's uh, trying to ring you. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can tell when it's playing up because the screen starts to play up, and you get when you touch it, you get like a rainbow effect. Oh, okay. It, and, it, and I've looked at it, and the screen's just starting to lose its. Well, uh, is that signify battery? Do you think? Well, that's what they told me last time. Oh, okay. Last two times. So. And did the new battery fix it up? Yeah, uh, right. it's just something to do with the heat coming off the battery and then oh, oh, taking yeah. the glue off the sinks, uh, I guess, or however they do the, yeah. the screen together. So. so you haven't wanted to upgrade from a 5? You're happy with the 5? Um, yeah, because at the moment I'm not on a plan or anything, so it's just pay as you go. So. Yeah, who are you who are you paying as you go with? Oh, uh, Mason, actually. Who? Mason? Yeah, yeah, Mason. Oh, Mason, yeah, right, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Audi. I mean, 
Yes, I think you're right. I think is it Audi or Kogan got some Telstra ones, but I saw Telstra's got a fair deal. It's pay as you go, fifty bucks. You get I think it's unlimited talk and eight gig of data, which is not bad. Yeah, I was looking at the iPhone seven the last couple of days, just sort of thinking. One thing I miss because I've got an iPad Mini three, and even that's getting on now. Mm. I just love the fact that you can put your thumb on it and pay for an app or something, you know. Oh like, yes. Or if you're out and about, and like I put the, I don't do it when I'm at home, but when I'm out, I put the passcode thingy on. Mm. And I forgot my bloody passcode yesterday, so I had to reset the phone because it locked me out oh, for no. two hours. But don't you have to have the passcode to reset it? Apparently not. I just put it, plugged it in my oh, computer and, and I reset it that way. Oh, okay. Right, so. right, yeah. <laughs> I thought you, yeah, because I've got this old iPhone 4 here. Um, I, I tried to reset it, and because uh, I this is the wife's old one, so we thought we'd give it to our daughter, and yeah. uh, she wanted it reset because you know didn't want all Kim's apps and cra- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stuff crap all over it. So yeah. um, she says, "Oh, can you reset it for me today while she's at school?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but then I couldn't find the pa- she. I didn't know the passcode, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. So all I did was just plugged it into the computer and it just did it on its own somehow. So. Yeah. Right. Well, you might Maybe not be. Not- up, are you, do you keep your iOS up to date? Oh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. Both of them, both of them are pretty up to, up to date, you know. Oh, okay. uh, Wi-Fi is always on. Yeah. I, I might look into what Jason got, uh, Warlock got was his, um, that uh, router thing sounds all right. Mm. Yes. I've only, yes. only got like the, the TPG motive and it's all right for what I want to do now, but... Um, now, speaking of uh, Warlock, uh, look, we better say where he was. I said I'd tell you. He's, yeah, good segue. Yes, he went over to the I'm, US. Hey? I've been listening to you guys for too long. Yeah. <laughs> he went over to the US, I think, last week. I think uh, over there for a week or so. And uh, he took a bus trip up to wherever, to the Twit the, the House, wherever. Yeah, I can't. Palomay or somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, ah, it's gone. I. I do know where it is. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's up uh, near near San Francisco, but sort of up that way. And anyway, yeah. so he, he dropped in to see Leo, see an episode of uh, This Week in Tech. And, yeah, yeah, after the show he got to meet Leo and had a chat and had a little photo with him and everything with a little twit hat on. So, uh, yeah, he quite chuffed, I imagine. Yeah, you, you never know. You might be able to have Leo on one day. Well, you never know. King Leo. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Leo. That's funny, I'm- Funny as, as you say that, but when they when um, uh, call for help was on uh, cable TV, you're just going back six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago when I had it. I actually rang up uh, for a problem on, on. I actually got through. I didn't think I would. All oh, right. And um, talked to Leo on on the air as well. <laughs> so okay, but so that wasn't that live though. So how did you know? Did you have to plan when to ring? Yeah, yeah, you had to. You had to start. You had to ring them at sort of like three in the morning. Here, <laughs> oh, good. And Four um, in the morning or something. Yeah, and what did he just take calls? Just like say, uh, cold, cold calls, or did he sort of uh, know what you were talking about before they put you through to him? Yeah, you talk to like a producer or something like that, you know. Right, and what was your problem? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't remember now. Now it's um, about ten years ago. Now, so what do I? What? How do I hook my uh, my um, modem up? My fourteen four modem. <laughs> <laughs> I I so think what? from memory or something because back then you could you know you, I think it was with Windows seven you could change or you start things and 
uh, Legos when it's booted up, computer mm. and stuff, you know, and I wanted to customise mine, you know. That was so, a good show, Call for Help. I, I liked oh, it. I watched it as well. Cool. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and that was probably when, uh, yeah, that was back probably early 2000s, mid 2000s. Like that, yeah. Because that's what really what started me into the, into podcasting as well because, like, I saw Leo and then from there I knew that he, he had he started his podcast and then, um, yeah, it sort of it sort of grew from there because I thought, how interesting is this show on TV? That was the only show you could watch. That this is the only tech show I knew of. That's right. Uh, yeah, it was I on. Think it was just before you guys came on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So for those who who haven't seen it, it was on Foxtel. So it wasn't on like mm. Australian free to wear. It was on Foxtel on the yeah, Lifestyle Channel, something like that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a bad show, and had like Amber McKenzie yeah, or something, Amber Mac, whatever her name was. Yeah, and. Uh, some guy. Yeah. Oh, they had a few. Yeah, look, there's a few. Yeah, of the, yeah, a few, few different. People yeah, a few names still kicking around the Twitter house. Is that security <laughs> guy that that? Uh, oh, Steve Gibson. Yeah, he's a little bit out there, isn't he? Yeah, that's a good. If you're in the security, uh, after you listen to the Aussie Tech Security, you go and listen to uh, <laughs> go and listen to Steve on uh, security now. That's a great. Uh, so in depth, he's got he's so smart that guy. Uh, about, about twenty years ahead of us, anyway. So yes, and uh, I think he still runs XP machines or ninety eight machines because he's scared of hackers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Milo, uh, what, what else? Other stories? Oh, is it up to you? Are you your turn or my turn? Sorry, you, is it your turn or my turn for a story? Uh my turn. Well, we're, seeing that we're talking about iPhones, hmm. another good segue. Uh, apparently, the, the iPhones are having. Uh, a lot of problems still with their batteries too. Um, there's a video there. It's on Facebook too. Um, shows of an iPhone six plus, which was I, I was looking at actually, uh, exploding in the user's hands. Uh, the mm. CCT footage taken on Monday. Was that a guy? Was that a guy in Brisbane? Yeah, I think so. In, in regional Queensland. Mm. Yeah. Not okay. Real. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> well. So, what do I do with this iPhone? Show me your hands. <laughs> yes. Where have they been? <laughs> uh, priority re- reportedly shows what begins as a normal exchange between a customer and staff member when demonstrating the problem with his broken phone. The customer and friend appear to recoil in shock as a device te- lets off a cloud of smoke. So that's good when it was happening. <laughs> Jeez. It's not like a car when you take it to the mechanics and doesn't. It works when you don't want it to, you know. Mm. Uh, forcing him to throw it under the counter. Um, he considers <laughs> himself extremely lucky, um, said Simon Owen, the owner of the store who spoke to Fairfax about the incident. Uh, it's 100% co- pure coincidence that it happened when he was taking it to the repair. <laughs> yeah, that's um, crazy. You got I don't know what makes him... Probably just a little fault somewhere. Like they're all, they're all not going to blow up, but you know, because yeah. I know if you, some, I have put my phone overnight under my pillow and had so it do I. and had it charge at the same time, mm. and it, it gets hot. So I, I don't do that anymore. I don't want to burn. Uh, just a little thingy. It was bought. A, it was an iPhone battery about three years ago. So probably about the same problems I've had with mine. It could uh, have been when mm. they blow, they smoke like that because the uh, chemicals in the battery mix. Uh, mm. Sets off a toxic green haze, and then it holds set a, a bin in a fire. Apparently, when they threw it in the bin, um, and after that uh, video, the guy, uh, the owner of the place, bought him a case of beer. So. 
Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> now, talking about batteries and so and so forth, you know that these power blackouts over in South Australia, look, oh, that they've become that uh, that notable. That it, that's the story of the blackouts has found its way over to uh, the US and into Elon Musk's ears. And yeah. so, anyway, so a Tesla executive, Lyndon Rive has said that the company could install... So this is Elon Musk's uh, company. Uh, so he, what? Or instead of me sort of reading that, it was a bit complicated. Let me just tell you what's happening. So so Elon Musk rang up to the, the, the government, South Australian government, and said, listen, I can install for you 100 to 300 uh, megawatt hours of battery storage in 100 days. Wow. And, and uh, so they go, okay. And, send, and, so, and when asked on Twitter how serious he was about the offer, Elon Musk said if Tesla failed, there'd be no bill. So he went on to quote a price of $250 per kilowatt hour for 100 megawatt hour systems. Now, I've calculated it out quickly just before uh, we started the show, so hopefully I got this right, because there's 1,000 uh, kilowatts in a megawatt, so you had 100,000 kilowatts let me just do that one i'll do the calculation again because yeah. i think i might have got I'm that wrong already. yeah so you got a hundred you got a hundred thousand kilowatts hang on a hundred thousand ah i keep putting in a million you're, you're, uh, hang on uh, one hundred one two three a hundred thousand megawatts times two hundred and fifty dollars yeah, I got that right. $25 million. So it's worth $25 million. So if he can't install this in 30 days, the South Australian government gets it for free. Not a bad deal. Like, what's that? The old pizza deals, you've been under 15 minutes, it's free. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's probably like that, dominoes. And it looks like a bunch of dominoes, doesn't it? All these batteries lined up. Yeah, so all that's not about. Look, this story's only just sort of coming out, so we're not too sure. But, like, even to the fact... Uh, well, to the point, I'm not too sure exactly. Is this going to help? Like, is, uh, is 100 megawatt hour systems? Is is this going to help? Is it going to be enough? I don't know. So, when we use technology, and you know, like we say, with the overheating of batteries and stuff, um, everybody's charging a million things at once. Mm. So you got your TV, you got your fridge, you got your washing machine, you got your dryers, and all that sort of stuff, all going on all the time. Might multiply that by how many million people are in one state. Well, alone. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say, um, look, say I used, uh, look, I've got a little, I've got a thing here. Let me have a look and see if I can show you. Uh, if I can, I will. Because I, I know, like, my, well, I don't know what it's like for a family, but my electricity bill is pretty low, actually, for a single bloke. So. What do you pay per? Um, oh, I think it's about 300 bucks, something like that, three, 400 bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Can't. I mean, I've got a big house, so, you know. Yeah, you can't complain about that. Let me try and no. get this is a whole, just hold tight there. Let me try and see if I can <laughs> get this up. But so, say, but see, look, I've used, say, today, because I've got this thing here. I've got this thing in my, in my uh, fuse box that tells me what's going on. Oh. So this That's is, interesting. So this is what I've used today and what I'm using now. Oh, it hasn't, it's not registering right now. But anyway, while it was registering today, I've used 22 
0.73 kilowatt hours. So to say 23 kilo, say 25 to make it easy. So I've used 25 kilowatt hours today. And so these batteries, they're going to be 100,000 kilowatts. One, two, three. Now just say that um, I'm an average user, so divided by 25. Yeah, you're you're probably the average with 2.5 kits or whatever. Yeah, so that says that those batteries will say do for 4,000 homes. That's not bad. Yeah, but 4,000 homes. If they can make it so that it uses that as electricity... Maybe if they could work out how to harness, put the sun in the, involved in that, and then go from there. Yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, I think they're going to put the solar panels and the solar the, panels. The yeah, energy yeah. from that will be stored there, but I don't know if that's going to be enough. I don't think that'll be enough. Probably nowhere near it. I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to look further into it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, that's um that's the story I with mean, the batteries. Over time, it's like Will says, you know, like with these batteries and stuff. Batteries technology will probably change in another five years. You know. Yeah, well, that's just true. Well, but the, I think the, the the story here in this particular instance is that it's uh, you it, can't deliver or it's free. It's, it's the pizza deal. So if you can't deliver it, yeah, it's free. So I don't know. Being nice, got to be a nice facer for that one. But then, but then if he does deliver, they got to fork out twenty five mil. So what do you do? I wonder if well, you, he's probably rich enough. No, oh, no, the government. If he does do oh, it, the he does it oh. in say ninety days. And he, he he does it well that you've got to pay him. So that's twenty five mil. So then you've got to work out well is this going to be is it cost effective if we have to pay? But anyway, uh, that's a question. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's batteries. All the accounts can work that one out. Just hope they, these ones don't blow up. Uh, yeah, I'm no good with math. Sorry. <laughs> now, uh, any more, Milo? Uh, yeah, I got one last story here. Uh, you know how like back in the late seventies and eighties and nineties, car. Death was pretty high thing. A who? What? Car theft. You know, people stealing your car. Oh, I thought you said calf death. I thought you meant like no, sorry, ca- ca- little calf cows. Death. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ca- car theft. Yes. Yeah, car theft. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, nowadays the technology is uh, back when my car was made, it was two uh, dollar. 2014 model, hmm. uh, 2004 model, 2004, and it only had the classic immobiliser building when you turn the key off, that's it, you know. Um, if they want to get around it, they'll find a way. But now they're, they're having this little thing that you can actually put into your car somewhere that you know somebody would would not know where it is. Yeah. And it, you could, if it is stolen, you could actually tra- um, track it on your phone. Yeah, right. What all that yeah. is? Uh, it's called your car is an object of desire. Uh, so why would, why else would you have bought it? But if someone else wants it instead of you, you know. Mm. Um, according to the Office of National Statistics, there were almost three hundred fifty-eight thousand reported instances of thefts from or of a motor vehicle in 2016, uh, which was at least 30,000 going uninvestigated. Wow. wow. And car, car thieves finding new ways to make crime work for them, such as the recent pinch and park trend, or whatever that means. Yeah, pinch, um, was it? Pinch and... Pinch and park. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm not un- unsure on that. 
what that means, but anyway. Um, and they, they say, oh, my car has a mobilizer, like I just said, mm. and that's got me covered. But apparently uh, they can still find ways around them. Uh, now this new tracking method uh, adapts to all budgets. Uh, the auto insurance experts agree that the best way to keep your vehicle safe is to put a tracker on it and a sticker saying the vehicle is alarmed. Plus, you should keep the inside tidy. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the, and the car locked as well, especially when you're at home too. Uh, you don't need to spend some spendy radio transponder to keep tabs on your car, uplinking your wheels to the great eye in the sky without breaking the bank. Uh, it's a standalone GPS and a radio triangulation unit mm. that costs hundreds. Um so I'm just trying to see here. It's mostly a overkill for all that sort of stuff. So it's a tracker, a small discrete device that's about the size of a coin, so probably a dollar coin. Mm. Um, and it, the way it works is it will take five minutes, less than five minutes to put it to work. You simply have to pair it with your smartphone um, and download the free application, which will allow you to locate it any time. What's it called, Milo? Um, I can't tell. Um, I'll, I'll get, the link will be in the show notes. Because um, there's a there's a little one out and look. Oh, track up, track. It's about track R. Yes, that's what I was. Yes, I thought it was that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think. Look, let me get a. Yeah, where's the picture of this thing? Yeah. So. I think that the issue, though, with these things is it does sound good. Mm. Uh, however, I think it's I think it's a, a social GPS, so yeah, like, or crowdsourced or whatever you call it, crowdsourced GPS. Crowdsourcing, yeah. So, which that means is I've got a picture. It's one of those little things. I think. What yeah, is, I think that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So th- these things don't have a lot of power in them, so they don't really talk. You know, they don't send the power back up to the satellites in the sky. They're like, so they hook up. You pair it to your iPhone, and then like if the car goes missing, and the car might be you know over in Perth or somewhere, yeah, uh, then you know, like, trouble finding it. No, well then, well you got Shane over there in Perth, <laughs> and. And he's he's got his iPhone on him, and he uses the tracker as well. And he walks past your car. Well, then it talks to his phone because it knows yeah. about tracker. It pings his phone, and then that goes into the thing and goes back to you. Says your car is here. Yeah, and then that's I, good. yeah. yeah it's, it's so it's not like it's um you know they can drive it out into the desert and you'll find it because there won't be no signal. It's not like on TV where they always find it. Yeah, that yeah exactly another one of those ones. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's. I'm look. I'm not sure the actual terminology, but I think it's crowd. It's it's crowdfunding or something like that. No, it's not crowdfunding. It's crowd. Not sourcing. That's yeah. It's just done by crowd something or other. That's right. <laughs> I've got. A, it says see, crowd locate in action. Oh. But, but it's also it's. Uh, I can't think of it. But anyway, look. This is a picture. Here, Tax. this this is how many trackers are in the US. Let's see if we can go into <laughs> the world. So as you can see, there's quite a few. So the chances of someone with a phone using yeah. Tracker that walks past yours is about it. is quite high. Mm. Uh, let's can we get? Let's have. A I look. guess it's like if even if it's like in the same suburb, and like usually they just take it and steal whatever out of the car mm. and then dump it in the car. And if, if you notice, 
if you ring up this friend and say, hey, can you keep an eye on your phone and see if download the app and whatever, and they, they might spot it out of a bit of a glance, you know, a bit of potluck. Yeah. Well, here's Australia here. So there's look, there's, <laughs> there's a few there. So there's a few there. That's right. It's sort of up and down the east coast, That's, as you would imagine, yeah. and back out. No, I like the ones out in the middle of the bloody nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, this must be. Oh, this is last month. Okay. So well, it's not, not bad. It's not live. Here's a little thing, a little time streamer slider here. So we we can go up to two days ago. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So you can see. So this must be fairly like live where they're picking up trackers. So you can see there's so a tracker. going through the satellite somehow? Well, no, that you're near a phone. So say say that one down there in the middle of Australia there in the Northern Territory all by himself. Yeah. So he, the guy who owns that one, say, has probably got his phone on him. Mm. So the tracker's talking to his phone and then ah. his phone's talking to the GPS system. So he, he probably thought, oh, oh, yeah. But if someone, say, if, if your car got stolen, then your car gets parked next to someone that uses Tracker, well, then that Tracker in your car will still talk to the other person's phone. Yeah, they say it'll the, find the device or something. That's right, that's right. And then the coordinates, last known coordinates of the last known location, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so that's I right. Mean, it's so not look, a bad, pretty, bad idea. Oh, well, it's better, than, it's better than nothing, isn't it? Better than having no yeah. clue at all. So, yeah. <laughs> well, no chance at all. No chance. I mean, if yeah. they really want something, they, they'll take it anyway. I mean, well, yeah, that's right. Now, private details of a teenage girl's exposed uh, have been exposed in a hack of social media app Wishbone. So, if your kids maybe better check and see if your kids are using Wishbone, uh, and if or if you are a person using Wishbone, you better take heed because hackers have stolen a Wishbone app database containing more than two point two million. Email addresses, mobile phone, hadn't the list kept on again. Full names, gender, date of birth, <laughs> and they've all yeah, been yeah. out secure, uh, uh, floating around on the internet. Australian, Holy se- uh, Australian security researcher Troy Hunt, who runs the well-known hacking warning site, I have been pwned, this week was al- alerted to the presence of the database being circulated. Now, the makers of the app, uh, this Mob Science Inc., issued a statement to Motherboard, which is a uh, which is a blog online that the vulnerability has been rectified and indicating that the security flaw that the, that let the hackers in has been fixed. So the Wishbone app lets users vote on what they think is the best option in a choice of two things, which is like I've just pushed up there on the screen. So there you go. So if you <laughs> if you've got uh, if you these weird things that kids get into these days. Yeah, I, look, I've seen my kids with something very similar. I'm not sure it was called Wishbone. I'm going to go and check it out because they, they were playing something recently about oh, this or that, this or that, that or this. So I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go and uh, and check that one out. Oh, yeah. Now, here's uh, another one because I think you're out of stories. I've got a few. I'm, I'm pretty much out of stories now, yeah. Yeah, I've got a few more. I'll go through them relatively yeah, quick because I, we're yeah, um, yeah. running out of time again. Now, Google updates CapShot. To kill annoying security box. We all know what the capture is. It's when you've got to try and decipher. Oh, those bloody things. Yeah, decipher letters and numbers on a web page before you can go any further. It's just to tell you, tell the computer if you are human or not. Now, cap, capture, I think that's how you pronounce it, the capture. Now, it's a C-A-P-T-C-H-A, which is a acronym for Completely Automated Public Turing Test. 
to something else was to tell say. computers and humans apart. Now the latest the latest version of uh, the capture uh, that will determine whether website visit is human or not, or is it a, or is a bot? By it will work by discreetly monitoring browsing patterns. Now Google first used Capture back in two thousand and nine in an attempt to stop cyber attacks in which bots overloaded a website uh, with traffic. Now, the problem was the initial software left internet users upset, mad, frustrated, pulling their hair out because they were unable to decipher the characters. We've all been there, done that. <laughs> can't read the darn things. Yeah, uh, you can't, some of them. You, you hit the next button for it to there, you know, read. change over. Oh, sometimes they hit the audio button. and <laughs> I still can't work them out. Seven. Five. <laughs> can't do it. A. Uh, because you got well, while while he's going seven, you got this anything in the background going <laughs> Now the new version promises to remove the need for box ticking entirely by monitoring interaction with the website and any past Google any past data Google holds holds on the you user. Mean you don't have to use them. Hey. Does that mean you yes. don't have to use them anymore? Well, that's apparently that's where I think they're trying to go. Yeah, so they're gonna yeah. Yeah, try and work <laughs> out what yeah by how you're browsing or whatever. Uh, yeah, if you're real or not. So yeah, that's all right. Uh, I, I think the hackers have more fun with this than we do because I mean, how many times have you forgotten your password on a certain site and think takes you about a million times to get through to try and reset the darn page? You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, crazy. Now, iPhone users have been issued a warning by Apple. Uh, that they risk losing their files if they don't back up their device before upgrading to iOS 10.3. When's that? It will be soon, this month. Yikes. Um, let me go here. I really, Apple is introducing a new file system with iOS 10.3 called the Apple File System, APFS. It will replace the Apple Hierarchical or Hierarchical file system, the HFS Plus, which has been used by Apple since 1998. Now, the APFS and the HFS Plus are incompatible, and should any issues occur during the switchover, the data could be permanently lost. Mm. So the I, new, I never really back up my iPhone, so I, I don't use it that much for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I do every now and then. Yeah, yeah. maybe. The new APFS is optimised for SSDs. Uh, and it boasts stronger encryption, improved uh, file time stamping. It's going to be introduced across all, across the Mac OS and uh, iOS, tvOS and watchOS. So during its implementation, APFS will automatically convert files on users' iPhone to work with a new file system. So happy days. There you go. Now, uh, yeah, it's to be released towards the end of the March. End of March. So, yeah, developers have had the beta version of the operating system since last month. Wow. I've hmm. uh, got room for another Apple story. One yes. I forgot about. Yeah. Um, my, uh, you, normally when you go for a mortgage, you probably go to the big four, Westpac and whatever. Yeah. Um, but would you go to Apple for a mortgage? I think their interest rate would be too high, wouldn't it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, that's what they're thinking. Of. Um, according to a report by professional services, uh, KPMG found that 84% of Aussies aged 18, between 18 and 30-ish would consider banking with the likes of Apple if offered a better product or deal. 
uh, than the traditional bank. Uh, there's certainly no loss, no love lost for the big banks in this country, as we all know. And so perhaps it's not much of a surprise that young Australians would happily opt for more of a tech brand uh, for that Gen Y dem didn't demonstrate any particular loyalty to the big lenders, you know. Look, I'd probably when if it come to like lending, like does it like who cares where the where the money comes from? If you're after exactly. if you're after money, who cares? I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take it from um, I don't know anywhere. I'll, yeah, I'll take like it from Aldi. I don't care. Maybe in the in the future you'd be able to pay directly to Apple in your own bank account or whatever, you know. Yeah, I, I think when you, you want to put your money payment. somewhere for investment, you might think twice. But yeah. I don't know, to borrow money, who cares? Well, if they end up having a bank side of things, then yeah, know, what's yeah. the difference between them and them? Yeah, look, or, I think look, banks are pretty safe in this country, at least anyway, with all the yeah, or if Google regulation. Comes, Starts a bank here, similar or mm. or Facebook, you know. Yeah, but I think they should uh, stick to what they're good at. Well, I suppose yeah. Apple's still looking for that, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah, that's why they're still trying to different things. Now, yeah. you know, speaking of banks and stuff, uh, ATM <laughs> use ATM use hits a fifteen-year low. So what? 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 This... Actually, it's one the other day. Would you believe it? Yeah, I used one too. Actually, for a little while. Yeah. Figures right. re released by the Reserve Bank yesterday uh, show consumers are moving away from physical bank branches. Well, they charge it six bucks just to walk in the door, and, oh, yeah. and ATMs, and towards a cashless Probably economy. Probably just to look at you. That's right. Oh, that's right. They go, "Hello, sir. How are you?" And that you've already spent six bucks. <laughs> in January, ATM withdrawals fell by seven point seven percent compared to the same time last year. For the last two consecutive years, ATM withdrawals have fallen by six percent. Now, Australians are also withdrawing cash during debit transactions at increasingly lower levels. I, I, mm. That's something I've never really done is uh, taken cash out at, when I was shopping. Uh, no. Don't well, really do that. Not only if I really wanted to pick up something else on the way home from somewhere like a movie or something and you just get 10 bucks out and get a movie for the night before I had a cable mm. uh, the RBA figures show debit cash withdrawals are dropping at a faster than, faster ever annual rate. Now, overall card transaction reached a 13-year high. The average credit card balance declined by $85 to $3,083. The average credit card balance, $3,000. The, yeah, the average yeah. credit card balance is $3,083. It's true. I know. Is that what they owe or what the... What the the yes, what they, what people owe on cards. So so the average I, one. I don't do, I don't do credit cards anymore. No, you're in the you trouble. Know, read the book. Yeah, debit cards are good. Yeah, do, that's do, all I do. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I, and I, I even go to the fact now, even with uh, PayPal, I put money, I transfer money out of my debit card in, into PayPal and do, like if I'm doing stuff online, I just do PayPal now. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like, yeah. You, I just I use a debit card. Uh, anything online, I use a debit card. Yeah, but I only usually. I, I would never go through a credit card again. I have too many scary times with them. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't mind them, but it's just like say online, you just you know you only keep a couple of hundred in there. So yeah, yeah. The yeah. worst happens, you know, two hundred or yeah. whatever. Now, uh, look, here's this like my last story for this week, and uh, it's about something. Interesting. Now, are you, <laughs> <laughs> of 
course it if is. Tonight wasn't interesting enough. I know. This will this will really knock your socks off. Now, a vibrator maker is to pay out four million dollars for tracking users' sexual activity. Thanks, where's Eric when you need it? I know. Where? where, where what? 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 Why are these things got the internet in them? Well, what? what? Is, what's going on? But anyway, so okay, okay. Let's let's sort of break this down. Standard innovation. This is the makers of the vibrator. Promised the We Vibe toy would stop storing intensity levels and will vibe and will yeah. Not that we're you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and will pay around four million dollars to settle an out of court after a class action lawsuit was filed when customers found out. So I guess, uh, so how it came to light was there was a pair of New Zealand hackers, they claimed were able to interfere with the Wii Vibe vibrator remotely, turning them on. That's uh, <laughs> pretty crazy. Now, you wouldn't be wearing one at work, would you? No, all the, all the, <laughs> be turned on all of a sudden. Now, during it, during <laughs> whoops. <laughs> During a DEF CON hacking conference in 2016, hackers also demonstrated that the vibrators sent temperature and intensity settings back to the manufacturer. So speaking at the event, the pair argued that the problem was a serious issue, saying unwanted activation of a vibrator is potentially sexual assault. Wow. Now, uh, the manufacturer will pay anyone who used the connected WeVibe app before September 26, 2016, up to $10,000 and will offer customers who simply own the device up to $199. Yeah, so they've now they've now promised to destroy data collected by the smart vibrator of storing information about women's sexual activities without their consent. So, uh, wow. yeah, so I'd say what has happened here is that, like I so said, the... the the device is not actually connected to the internet, but it's controlled by oh, the yeah. app on your phone. App, which is connected to the internet. Exactly. And then the app is just... Uh, like everything else, is traceable. Yeah, well, the app is just uh, phoning home, letting everyone know... E.T. phone home. ...how hard you want it. Exactly. <laughs> so um, that's why they're up to Well, I guess if you... All, that, I mean, you know, like they always used to say, like back in the 70s and 80s, that one industry... Everything sort of like still stemmed back from those days, you know. The porn industry used to invent stuff, then it became mainstream, you know. That's right. Yeah. Uh, as well as sci-fi stuff, then that went mainstream, you know. So like, and I think I've been watching a lot of the classic stuff, track stuff on Netflix, and you think, God, you know, all the big scanners they used to go around. Yeah. Now we can do all that stuff on our watches, you know, and then but whatever yeah, else. Appears. That's right. Well, they've you know the the porn industry really is like pioneers into all the yeah, all yeah. The, the the visual technology, as you were saying, like scanners and stuff. But more as like um, you know, Vision like big stuff. TVs, like you know, from VHS to DVD, from DVD themes into the laser discs to Blu-ray, yeah, yeah, to 4K. You know, yeah. you you gotta you gotta watch clear pictures of these things. <laughs> you don't want any. You don't want your vision to be. Obscured no, by like having the old VHS again, wouldn't it? Yeah, you don't want any blurry pixels going on. So <laughs> you know, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I thought that was a, that was that was. It's interesting. I mean, I guess it starts somewhere, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. But anyway, um, that's pretty much brought us to the end of this episode, episode five hundred and twenty-six. So yeah, wow. good stuff. An episode that nearly didn't make it. 
it nearly didn't. And then Milo came to the rescue. I think uh, Jace is overseas. Yeah. Will has uh, got power issues. I think for, I think there's storms or water or something up oh, there wow. again. And uh, yeah, that was that was horrible. Was what their place went through last last. Oh, day. wasn't it? Yeah. If no, you saw, scary. I don't know if you saw the video of it. Yeah, I saw it, saw it on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's very scary. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, and look, hopefully next week, uh, hopefully fingers crossed by popular demand, you all Eric. loved him. Uh, no, Luke might might be back. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll have a, we might be able to catch up with him again. And um, yeah, he's all. What's happened with short Shane? Yeah, he got a job. Oh he, good. He can't, <laughs> he, can't, he can't make it anymore because he's in Perth. Yes, and it's to our, the time difference. And uh, yeah. when do we go? We, I think we go back to an hour or something in the next couple of weeks, don't we? Yeah, end of the month. End of uh, the, month. the everyone ex- on the or oh, everywhere anyone who who's on daylight saving. Yeah. At oh, the end yeah. of the month. End of the month. Just yeah. a little whisper. Happy birthday to Warlock next. Tuesday and mine as well. Oh, well, there you go. Happy birthday, yeah. Milo. When's your birthday? Tuesday as well. Oh, Tuesday as well. Okay, good. Yeah, 21st. Oh, the old 21st. The key to the city. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I wish. Oh, on the 21st. Oh. On the 21st. The... <laughs> right. I wish I was 21 again. Right. Oh, who doesn't? Hey, eh? Who doesn't? All right, so, yeah, look, that has brought us to the end. So uh, happy birthday, you guys. Uh, Milo and Jace, so, and uh, happy St. Pat's Day if it hasn't already yeah. passed. And uh, what else is going on? Go the Sharks. How was how are the Sharks against Canberra? Oh, yeah. Yeah, poor old Dragons. Oh, boy. No, oh, they'll, they'll be right. Don't worry about them. Trouble yeah. with the Dragons, they're doing really well at like, the first half of the year. Then they sort of like, you know. Peter out. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they, you know, that's a tough comp. You know, we yeah. all can't win it, like the Sharks. Oh, yeah, go Chinese. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Milo, for dropping in. And, no worries. Um, and don't forget, you can check me out at MiloGuy.com, M-I-L-O-G-U-Y.com. Oh, I stood by this dude. Aussie Tech Heads. Tech Web heads. hosting, ATHWebHosting.com.au. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Milo. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for downloading, listening, or watching us on the YouTube. And uh, send us an email or get in contact with us uh, however you want at, on the Twitter at Aussie Tech Heads or at Glenn Goodman. Don't f- forget to look out for the at Aussie Tech News. Subscribe to that as well. And use a hashtag, uh, hashtag Oz Tech Heads, AUS Tech Heads. All right. Until next time, it's uh, bye for now. See you, Milo. Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Cheers.